0: with the 2021 season's four grand slams now a officially in the books, all of us tennis fans are wondering, what should we be watching for down the 2021 season's home stretch? Why should we be watching professional tennis at this point of the year? We here at Crack Rackets have come up with four reasons why you should keep watching tennis in 2021. Let's start with the obvious. There are still some big events to be played on the season's calendar. First and foremost, the return of Indian Wells to our lives. Of course, it's an event affectionately referred to as the year's fifth Grand Slam. Normally in March, it's going to be interesting to see how the conditions change when played here in the fall. But of course, look, There's a thousand point level event on the calendar right there. And of course, some of the storylines entering that event, Bianca Andreescu has got to defend a title run there. She already lost a bunch of points at the U.S. Open. She's got to defend all of these points at Indian Wells if she wants to keep her top 30 ranking. And of course, given the depth, given the parity at the top of women's tennis, even falling from the 20s to the 30s or 40s in the rankings, that's going to significantly impact your draws moving forward. So if Of course, that is the big storyline to watch. But of course, for so many other players, you look on the men's side, how do players respond to Daniil Medvedev breaking through at the Grand Slam uh, events? Is this going to be the ushering of the Medvedev era? Will we see guys like Zverev, like Tsitsipas, like Berrettini and Rublev respond to one of their peers earning a major title? Of course, on the women's side, pick a name out of a hat and we look into uh, that women's event. Of course, that gets me to point number two the race to Guadalajara it is wide open right now in the race to finish top eight in the WTA rankings. Now, it looks like Ashley Barty, she's got over 6,000 points. She's pretty comfortably into the field. Arena Sabalenka, Barbara Krejcikova, even Karolina Pliskova, who's right at that 4,000 point threshold. They all look pretty good. But you look elsewhere in the race right now between Iga Swiatek at fifth place and Paula badosa Jaber in 18th place. It's less than a thousand point gap. And of course, we still have a 1,000-point level event in Indian Wells. Now, of course, it's going to be tough for Bedosa to crack that top eight. You look at the gap between number eight, Garbin Muguruza. She's got about a 600 point lead on Bedosa, but you look at the parity between players, you know, 13 and eight right now, or 13 and seven if you want to include Naomi Osaka, who we're not even sure we're going to see. We know we won't probably see her at Indian Wells, likely wouldn't see her at a year end finals as well. That opens up another spot. You've got essentially 12, 13 players this late into the season competing for a spot in the final eight. And of course, just the opportunity to compete amongst your peers to get those sort of matches in at the end of the season could be those sort of confidence boosting opportunities for so many of these players who, again, have had a breakthrough result here or a breakthrough result there. But we haven't seen anyone truly capture, uh, you know, all of the momentum at the top of the women's game. You even look, by the way, for Emma Raducanu, the recent U.S. Open championship. She's 14th. A good run at Indian Wells. I mean, she's in the mix for the year-end finals. And so, even if some of these top players withdraw, the depth of the women's game shining through in that race to the year-end finals. No matter which way it breaks out, that's a super fun race to monitor. Of course, on the men's side, not only do you have Indian Wells, you have Paris, as always, the Masters 1000 event. A couple of opportunities to accumulate big points. Djokovic, Medvedev, Tsitsipas—they've all clinched their spots now will we see Novak Djokovic at all for the remainder of this season I would wager we will not uh and in which case I mean we know we're not going to have Rafa I would say you know Alex Vierov's about 50 points away from clinching his spot He, Tsitsipas Medvedev they're locks Rublev Berrettini they're fairly close to locks as well but knowing we're not going to have Nadal we're not going to have team we're not going to have Djokovic beyond those spots it's a rat race it's the Wild Wild West. And you look right now in the standings in the ATP race. Currently, Casper ruud has got the lead. He's got 2,675 points for what would be that seventh spot without Nadal. Uh, of course, it would be the sixth spot without Djokovic. It then goes Hubi Hurkatz, FAA, Yannick Sinner, Aslan Karatsev. Then you get into that Shapovalov, PCB, Kam Nori range. You know, beyond that, it gets a little bit trickier for any of those guys to make runs. But you have eight guys in the mix for you know two to three spots and let's say Djokovic does pull out let's say Nadal does pull out of course the next gen finals back in the first rendition had some of these names competing that's essentially what the year-end finals will have turned into to have Medvedev, Zverev, Tsitsipas, Rublev, Berrettini you know some group of Rude, Sinner, FAA, Shapovalov and maybe a crano Busta thrown into the mix as well competing to be named the year-end champion yes Djokovic in this scenario and Nadal are out of the competition, but we keep wondering which of these guys is going to step up and you know be the best of the best amongst the field. Will it be any of them, or will it just be one event here, depending on the conditions there? The year-end finals are shaping up to help us answer that question, get another data point of competition between all these young rising stars. And so, again, it's something to keep your eye on. And Of course, beyond the day-in, day-out tour action, and I haven't mentioned the Pretty fantastic tennis that happens week in, week out at the challenger level, ITF level, college tennis returning this fall as well. So many fun options for us to follow. But perhaps, you know, the piece de resistance, dare I say, on the exhibition calendar, we get a labor Cup. Laver Cup makes its return to Boston here this fall. Of course, we will not have Roger Federer. We will not have Rafael Nadal. But all of these young stars sharing the court and the team competition has always seemed to bring out the best of each and every player who's competed at the Laver Cup. And you look at the rosters we have this year, it's a loaded Team Europe side. All the stars have played, all of them continuing to play. The addition being Daniil Medvedev to Team Europe, and we won't get into the Is Russia Europe is it Asia debate right now, uh, but Medvedev, Tsitsipas, Zverev—they're all locks. You know who else are locks? Matteo Berrettini and Andrei Rublev. We talk about is it a key three? Is it a you know a, a extended five? We get all five on one team, sharing the court, working together, the tensions, all of it. Board's going to have to do some coaching. I'm fascinated. Of course, Kasparud, who's been so excellent this year, he's in the mix as well. They're going to go against the best of the best of team world, and of course, it's a heavy uh, you know, roster of guys we've seen before. We're going to get both Canadians, Shapovalv and FAA, who are two other guys you'd throw into that mix. We get Riley Opelka, big serving indoors. He's come on so strong of late. feels like he'll thrive in this environment. Is Isner always thrives in this environment. Schwartzman always thrives in this environment. And then, of course, you get Nick Kyrgios. This is the year. If you're team world, you feel like you got some bites at the apple. You probably feel like you should win every doubles point. You sneak out a singles win here or there. A big serving performance from Riley, from FAA, from Isner, from Kyrgios, from Chapeau, from any of these guys. I mean, if Diego does his Diego thing it's going to be a really fun event. I'm su- you know, very much looking forward to it in Boston. There's going to be a college aspect to it as well. And so again, whether it's Indian Wells, whether it's the Paris Masters, whether it's the races to the year-end finals, the year-end finals events themselves, the Challenger Action, ITF Action, College Action, the Labor Cup, World Team Tennis, I forgot to mention that. Plenty of fun left on the calendar that's why you should be tuning in down the home stretch of this season of course we hope you follow all of the action with us here at cracked rackets but if nothing else we hope you we inspired all of you to continue to watch our beloved uh, sport down the season's home stretch another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help